Hello, and welcome to another episode of Our Athletes. My name is Michael Brazil, and I'm the host of the show where I get to interview Olympic athletes and hopefuls on their story and path to the games. Today, we have the incredible Linnea Gonzalez. Linnea is a field hockey player on Team USA, recently joined and is a member now. Linnea is super cool. She has an unbelievable uh, collegiate career in the Big Ten. She was amazing, made it to the NCAA finals twice didn't win but still i mean she made it there that's pretty incredible so linnea was a lot of fun to talk to she was a really really cool person really glad i had the opportunity to speak with her get to know her get to understand the sport a little bit she was my first field hockey interview and uh you know hopefully get to see her on a in a year and change on um, on the olympic stage but um so without further ado we have linnea gonzalez but first have you ever wanted to start your own podcast but didn't know where you know where to start or how to start Thankfully, I've been able to partner with launchingpodcasts.com, an easy step-by-step video course on how to launch your very own podcast from ideation all the way to your very fourth episode. Um, Rob goes over some incredible stuff. I personally use this course to start my podcast. So if you're someone listening and you're like, oh man, like he did it, why can't I? Uh, literally, you can. Super easy. Just go to launchingpodcast.com. Um, promo code Mike. You get $50 off the course. It's incredible. It goes through everything, as I said. Everything that you'll need, soup to nuts, every single possible thing, I promise you. Um, so thank you one more time at launchingpodcast.com. Promo code Mike for $50 off. And without further ado, here is Linnea Gonzalez. All right. Today's special guest, Linnea Gonzalez, USA Field Hockey Olympic hopeful. Linnea was born August 15th, 1997 in Bel Air, Maryland, started playing field hockey in the third grade in 2013, was named to the U.S. under-17 team and was on that team for three years. In 2015, she enrolled at the University of Maryland where, here we go, the fun part, she was named second team All-American her freshman year, second team All-Big Ten, freshman of the year, won the Big Ten title, won the Big Ten regular season title. We're going to skip 2016. You had some accolades there, but I want to get to some of the bigger stuff. I'm sorry, Linnea. 2017, first team All-American, uh, I'm sorry, first team all Big Ten, NCAA tournament all team, second in the rankings, runner up. Oh, that's so frustrating. Um, also competed on the U.S. under 21 national team. 2018, first team all American. There we go. Division one player of the year, runner up again in the NCAA tournament. Oh, man, that's just so frustrating. And a month ago, January 2019, as of recording, she joined the U.S. women's national team. Linnea, thanks for hanging out with us today. I appreciate it. Hello. Thanks for having me. How was that introduction? Did I get all your accolades out of the way? Because you had enough of them. <laughs> yes, that was perfect. Okay, Thank good, you. good, good. I'm glad. Awesome. So, Linnea, um, a couple things. One, I just, I want, you know, we do this to hear your story. So I'd love to, you know, let's take, take us back to Bel Air, Maryland and at such a young age and, and uh, tell us what growing up was like there and, and how you got into field hockey. Um, so I kind of got into field hockey because my sister started um she, uh, she was in fifth grade and I would be in third grade so um kind of just started off of her because I wanted to do everything she wanted mm -hmm. to do of course um so I started I originally played soccer first but then I gave up that to try field hockey and uh ever since then I kind of just was hooked from that I love and became it. obsessed with it. So. Uh -huh. Yeah, it seems like it. So, I mean, your sister, she's clearly a pretty big role in this. Does she take credit for pretty much everything you know when it comes to field hockey? Um, not, not really anymore. I mean, she's a big support for me for uh -huh. sure. Like, she's always there. But she, she gave up playing, like, shortly after that. But I decided to stick with it. So I really do blame her for my obsession with that because 
I was just following her footsteps. Blame is one word. Credit. You could credit her. That's another way we could say it too, right? That's funny. Awesome. Sisterly love. Yes, of course. Of course. I love it. Fantastic. How many, did she steal your USA sweaters all the time? Because that's a nice one uh, you're wearing. I'm just curious if she just takes those every once in a while. Oh, no. I give her some though. Oh, well, that's nice of you. There is that yeah. sisterly love again. Look at that, Linda. I love it. And what's your sister's name? Just so we can give her a nice shout out. Her name's Abby Gonzalez. Abby. Thanks, Abby. We appreciate it. We assume she'll listen to this, right? So thanks, Abby. We yeah. appreciate everything you've done. That's fantastic. So you get into field hockey in the third grade. As you said, you got very obsessed with it, which is awesome. Clearly, you know, obsession is, is a good word when it comes to, to sports and business and things like this. So um, what was it like when you made it onto that under 17 team? Was that, was that a huge amount of validation for you? Or was that just kind of the next step in the journey? How did you view that? Because that's a, that's a huge, huge accomplishment. Um, I feel like Back then, I really wasn't, like, sure what all that meant. Mm -hmm. I just knew, like, I got to play more and I got to compete at a higher level. So uh -huh. that was what was really excited for me. And, yeah, I just kind of took it, like, one step at a time. And just, like, being able to be on the team and, like, get to play with different people from different areas was, like, really exciting. So. I love that. I mean, that's, that's – I love the way you think about it. It's just like, well, I get to play more now, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's just keep going, so. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, let's see here. One second. I'm sorry. The audio is getting a little funky Oops. on me. Could you just give me a... No, it's not your fault. I think it's the stupid computer. Stupid computer. Yeah, I know. The worst. Um, just sorry. Give me one second. I don't know what's going on. All right. Everything seems to be okay. Cool. I'll just... Look at that. The power of editing. Isn't that incredible? I can get rid of all that dead space. Perfect. I know, right? Awesome. Um, all right, cool. So you get to the under-17 team. What was it like when you joined all these girls? Was this a, a regional thing or is this a, a, a national thing where you're playing with girls from all over all over the country? Yeah, so this was for the U-17 national team. So okay. we got to play with all the players from all the states. So that was pretty interesting and mm -hmm. something new. And, um, yeah, it was just – completely different for me because I feel like I've always been in my own little team like with H2O my club or just like with school and stuff so it was definitely different but I feel like it also helped me grow a bit because I got out of my comfort zone for mm -hmm. sure that's awesome and for what sure. like who when you got together with all these girls like did you was that Kind of, again, just going back to, you know, you were young, as you said, and you didn't really understand it too much. Like, what was it like kind of realizing, oh, man, like, these, they're great players all over the country, and now I get to work with them and compete against them and, and be able to, you know, improve along with them. What was that um, dynamic like? Um, it definitely made me realize that I had a lot to learn mm -hmm. and, like, a lot, a lot of room to grow because just, like, being surrounded by so much talent makes you, like, want to – just like improve that much more. So I think that was my like focus starting off, just like take it as it comes and try not to be so overwhelmed with everyone's skill and just like take it in and learn from everyone. Mm -hmm. And were there any other girls from your area um, in Maryland or just girls that you've played against in high school or, or a little bit of travel that were also on the U17 team? Um, mostly I'd say people from New Jersey that, our club teams like played against. So like mm -hmm. I knew of them, but I never really had that relationship with them. So mm -hmm. it was good to like gain that as well. 
yeah, that's true. Now you have relationships all over the country, which is pretty cool. But then you also, it's always nice to um, almost be reminded, you know, obviously you were one of the better players in your area, but now, you know, you're getting onto a national stage and it's, oh yeah, there's people that are way better than I am potentially. So it's nice to kind of get that little extra motivation along the way too. So congratulations on that. I think that's a crazy huge accomplishment. And then uh, the next really fun thing, going to Maryland. So playing close to home pretty much. I don't know exactly the distance between Bel Air and, and where the Terps play, but I know Maryland's not the biggest state in the world. So it's probably only a couple hours at max. So what was yeah. it like, um, you know, being recruited by your home college, being able to play close to home with your family um, near them getting to get to see you? Like, so how was that a huge factor in picking Maryland? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I've known ever since I was little, like that's where I would end up. Like mm-hmm. if I ever got the opportunity, because like I would just sit in the stands and watch like since I was seven and just like try and be a ball girl for them when they had games and just like get all the signatures from the players, especially Katie Bam. Like she was my idol back then. Um, but yeah, it was just a dream come true. And when I talked to Missy and she said, like, we want you to come here and stuff like that was kind of like the final straw. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even have to think cause I was just like, this is the dream and like, I'll do anything to come here. So. That is awesome. I love that. That's always, that's a key story. I like that. I mean, you were a ball girl for the team and then you ended up leading them to, you know, multiple NCAA tournament finals. Like that's such a storybook kind of like, are you kidding? That's, they can't even write that into movies. I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> so what, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, your freshman year, I read, if you'd like, I can, I can remind you of all the amazing things you did, but I'm sure you remember them. Um, but what was it like going there and kind of exerting dominance, like right out of the gate. I mean, you guys won the Big Ten championships. Look, I'm doing it anyway. The Big Ten regular <laughs> season title. I mean, you were a freshman of the year. Um, was it, if I'm not mistaken, second team All-American, your first year there? Like, what was it like, again, going back, not not to use validation as, as a necessity, but knowing that you were in the right place? Like, did was that a huge factor because of the U17 team was like, did, did, did any of these things connect or were they kind of just like inter, you know, dependent on their own? I feel like they all kind of link into each other. Like my experience with the U17 and like growing from that and then transitioning into Maryland, but also feel like it was the players I was surrounded by. Like I remember my freshman year it was like Anna DeSoy and like Alyssa Parker and, they're also on the women's national team here now too. So just like having them around and like learning from them and having that influence, I think that also helped me a lot because like they're such strong players and also very strong individuals. So like they helped me out a lot for sure. That's fantastic. I love it. I mean, that's just, it's, it's incredible. Um, not surprising, but incredible how, how quickly you found success at Maryland. I mean, it also probably helps that you've been dreaming to play there, uh, you know, leading up to that point for 10 or 11 years. Um, so, you know, that just always makes it uh, a little bit more fun. So I actually want to take a timeout for a second. Um, so I've watched field hockey before. Uh, my girlfriend used to play field hockey, so I've, I've oh. visually seen it, uh, but I don't actually have any idea what I'm watching. So could you just <laughs> give us like a solid, like little, like maybe two, three minute rundown of kind of next time I do pay attention to it and I get to watch you, uh, especially now that you're on the team, like what am I paying attention to? Like how equivalent to ice hockey is it? Cause that's the word hockey's there. Oh. That's really all I got. Um, you know, I think the sport is more similar to soccer. 
Okay. If I could say, yeah. just in the way that we press in the way we outlet and how we move. So, I mean, we don't have like a scoring box, but we do have to shoot from the circle and that's the only way you can score. So basically it's a big game of transition. And like, once you get in the circle, like there are rules, but we like to think of it as there aren't any rules. Cause you just got to go for it mm-hmm. once you get in the circle. So, but if you, want to relate it to another sport i'd say it's most likely with soccer then Mm -hmm. so like offsides and like a lot of those rules oh no offsides no good i hate offsides it's stupid yeah but just like the movements and stuff Mm -hmm. okay cool yeah that makes sense i like to obviously goalie goal get the ball in the net like a very basic level love it all right cool thank you for that i appreciate it's always good too because um you know one thing that i've found with a lot of these interviews that i've been able to do is um I'm interviewing people on sports that I only watch once every four years. I'm not going to lie. Like it's one thing that I watch every four years. I love the Olympics and I'm going to watch it. But like I've interviewed curlers and been like, I've watched your sport every time for the last, I don't know how many (laughs) years, but I have no idea what I'm watching. So it's always great to get a little understanding. So I appreciate you giving us a slight little breakdown there. So next time, next time I pay attention, I'm going to know what I'm looking for and how to look for it. I appreciate that. Um, So, uh, let's talk about your, your time at Maryland a little bit more. I mean, 2016, as I said, I kind of skipped over that year because 17 and 18 were a little bit more power packed. But, um, you know, being the the freshman of the year, second team All-American, what was it like? That's a huge, huge place to start. I mean, you know, starting at the top is, you know, there's only one way to go, right? So what was that like leading into your next three years? Did you have a big head? Were you worried about, you know, the pressure? Like, did that ever get to you at all like what were your next couple years like at Maryland um still obviously being a very good team um but just kind of curious from a from a uh, individual standpoint yes I do think the following years like my sophomore year was probably my hardest just because um was coming off high expectations and things like that but I'd say going into my junior and senior year is when like I really broke out of my shell and I realized like I just had to stay where my feet are and like be present and like enjoy the moment because people aren't kidding when they say college flies by like it really does. Mm -hmm. So that was just like a big learning experience for me and just like not to worry about the little things and stay present. And I don't know, our coach like actually helped with that too because like you can tell on the field when someone's in their head or Mm -hmm. just like overwhelmed and stuff. So they definitely helped out with like staying in the moment for sure. I love that. Yeah. It gets, I have, I've heard enough stories now where, you know, you break onto the scene was, was freshman year really like, were you, I guess, naive or oblivious to kind of what was really going on? And then yes. like, hit you and you're like, Oh wait, this is, this is pretty real. Yeah. I like, when I think back to freshman year, I don't really know. Like, I think I just played, like I had no clue what was going on. Mm -hmm. like with everything I just like wasn't thinking at all but um just like playing and feeling and absorbing everything that came in so I think that's where that came from Mm -hmm. yeah uh ignorance is bliss sometimes they're they're (laughs) not lying when they say that um but then yeah I mean the you know your sophomore year again is in your words um was a little bit more difficult you kind of were in your head it sounds like a little bit more than you realized not no no reason being here it doesn't help me so um you know obviously your junior and your senior year you were two-time runner-up Maryland was I mean that's incredible I mean it 
in Olympic standards, that's a silver medal, right? When we say like that, that's that's pretty cool. So not yeah. not too bad there. So tell us about you know deep runs into the NCAA tournament and what that's like. And actually, if you don't mind, kind of explaining the only NCAA tournament I know is March Madness, right? That's the mm-hmm. easiest one. So how how similar is it? I mean, how many teams are there? Is it is it just a bracket and everyone just you know single elimination all the way down to uh, down to a winner? Um. So we start out. There's four rounds of it. So if you win your first round, you go to the second round. Second round, you go to the final four. Final four, you win that. Then you go to the national championship. So it's kind of like a little round robin. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, our first year we made it was my junior year. And we had, like, pretty amazing leaders that helped lead us there. And we came up short for sure. But that year we definitely learned, like, our potential and that we actually can do it. Like we found that belief within ourselves and in our team. And then I feel like for my senior year, like we all set that as our standard, like this is where we need to be. We know we can get there and we know how hard we have to like dig to get there. So I feel like our, my junior year was really like, um, like where that standard was set for where we want to be. Mm-hmm. And I hope I hope they have that standard for the upcoming year and mm-hmm. they get that gold. Um, but yeah, I expect them to. I mean, you were the leader last year, right? So I'm sure you instilled that into the juniors and the sophomores. And and what was it like? Um, you know, specifically going from junior year, where as you said, you had some very clear cut leaders, to then the next year, where I have to assume, you know, you obviously being one of the best players in the country at something, you were one of the leaders of that team senior year. What was the like, what was the compare and contrast? Like, knowing junior year, it's like, okay, everything's going to not be focused on them, but, you know, they'll take the brunt of it. And then the next year, understanding, like, oh, geez, now now it's on me. Now I have to, you know, pony up and be the one everyone looks up to. Yeah, I feel like that realization came for me um, in preseason. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, like, all our seniors are gone. Like, now someone else mm-hmm. has to step up. And, um, like, I'd, I'll be honest, I didn't know if I could – do it at first but just like seeing how much my teammates believed in me made me want to like work that much harder for them and give them what they needed so it definitely helped me like get out of my head and just play because I wanted to give my best for like my teammates and do what I could so Mm -hmm. definitely that aspect yeah, and um, first team All-American Division One Player of the Year. Clearly, I think you did your part, if I'm not mistaken, um, mm-hmm. in that in that whole uh, whole part of your senior year. So congratulations. Those are some unbelievable honors and clearly very well-deserved. Uh, so yes, can't, can, can't congratulate you enough on that. That is phenomenal. But then, I mean, again, we have to talk about it as part of the story, being runner-up the, the second time. I mean, what is... <laughs> Uh, especially like your senior year, just having done it the year prior. Like, I don't, I don't want to like dig your grave. Like, I don't, I don't want to dig a deep <laughs> hole for myself, it's okay. but like, what is, what is that feeling like? I mean, I'll never understand what that's like. So that's why I have to live vicariously through you where one year you, you found your potential and the next year again, just came up slightly short, but understanding this was technically your last shot. Yeah. Um, it's definitely bittersweet, but if I look back, I don't have any regrets mm-hmm. on that. And I feel like that's how, how you have to live. Um, like we achieved our goal. We wanted to make it to the national championship again. And we fell short a couple goals, but we didn't let up without a fight, you know. And UNC, they're a great team. Like we never really 
play against them unless it's in the NCAA. So that was our first chance to be exposed to such like like high end hockey in the NCAA. And um, credit to them too because they have a lot of players on the national team here now. So it was just a great battle. And even if we didn't come up with the win, like I know everyone fought their hearts out and you know there's more to look forward to next year i have faith in them that's awesome well congratulations again i mean runner-up is nothing two years in a row second place as we were saying two silver medals you could have that in your uh, in your back pocket no one's gonna get too <laughs> angry about that so congratulations again i think that that's incredible and and not to forget this whole time you're in college you're also on the under 21 team so yes. what was that like being able to, again, like this whole time, your freshman year being so great and still being on the, the under 21 team, if I'm not mistaken. And then like, how did you, <laughs> what did you learn from the under 21 team that you were then able to kind of pass along and teach to everybody else on the team, on the, the Maryland team with you? Um, I think just game awareness as in like closing lines, like how, where you need to be on the press and just like, knowing the game and teaching the game. So I feel like that's something I definitely learned from U21 with having Yannicka as our coach. She's our head coach here now on the women's mm-hmm. team. But um, And having uh, all that coaching and just like learning from playing and uh, international experience. So I wanted to bring that back to our team because we all come from different areas and it depending on where you're from, like, you don't have that much exposure to hockey because mm-hmm. we have people from all over. So just like getting together and like everyone learning together was like great for us. I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Not, you know, you're clearly again, um, obviously one of the better players in the entire country as, as evident by last year and, and, you know, division one player of the year. Um, it's probably fantastic. As you said, just getting to be able to play more hockey, but then also being able to share that, with your teammates because that makes them better, which makes your team better, which means you guys are going to win more. So there's nothing wrong with that, right? Pass along all the yeah. information, not, not trying to hide anything here. Um, <laughs> I love that. That's great. And now uh, let's get to the fun part. I mean, you, well, not the only fun part, but 2019, as, a, as of a, a little less than a month ago, you were named to the U.S. women's national team. I mean, congratulations, yes. Linnea. That is incredible. Thank you. <laughs> like, so, I mean, this almost – Uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but it kind of seems like this was really a formality um, once it finally did happen. But what does it mean? Again, not not to harp on validation or anything, but understanding and knowing like you were one of the best players in the country. Now we're not even talking about college. We're just talking about, you know, every single woman in this country, you're easily one of the best at this sport and you're able to play at the highest possible level what is what does that mean to you and what are some of the emotions that you feel when someone you know some random guy on the internet says hey I'd love to interview you because you're clearly <laughs> one of the best at this sport um it's definitely humbling for sure like I remember getting the phone call my coach from Maryland called me into her office and she was like uh we have a phone call you need to take and I was like okay who is this from like my mom or something mm-hmm. she has um, my cell phone number why doesn't she just call me there yeah exactly um and then it was Yannicka, our women's national team coach, and she asked me if I wanted to be on the team full time. So I was just like shocked, first of all. And I was just like very humbled because it's been a dream for me. Like ever since I was little, I've like wanted to be on this team and be able to compete at such a level. So it, it was just very shocking to me. And sometimes I'm still in disbelief because like, 
just competing with the best and surrounded by such empowering women who like encourage you all the time and like want to see you get better and we're all like working towards the same goal so it's just very it's it feels very good it's mm-hmm. humbling Yes, that is incredible. And again, I ask these questions because I need to live vicariously through you because I'm never going to be on a team like that. Um, but so, so you, you were able to join this team. I mean, I'm sure you knew a lot of the coaches, as you have already alluded to you. I'm sure you knew a lot of the, the team members as well. But like being able to now, you know, wear USA, not that you haven't for the last, you know, five or six years, 10 years, however long it's been anyway, but being understanding that you're at the top level um, is probably, you know, as you said, humbling, but also just, I mean, the prospects of that are incredible. I mean, you're, you're traveling the world even more. You're doing this as full-time. So what is, what is it like understanding that now, you know, as much of your time possible, not that it wasn't before, but with school and everything, as much as your time possible is now focused on just being the absolute best player you can be. And, and what do you think that means for your game? Honestly, it's kind of a relief. Like I can just focus on field mm-hmm. hockey now. Like I don't have to worry about uh, school as of right now mm-hmm. um and can just focus on the game and getting better and like learning from the girls around me and that just means so much because like I feel like now that I have more time to focus on that I can hopefully elevate my game even more mm-hmm. yeah. just because I have more time to exactly yeah, yeah, yeah now I mean I I loved college and I love school and I think most people should go to school but at the same time I mean now it's no time focused to studying, you know, no time focused to any of the, the extracurriculars. It's, it's playing field hockey full time. So does, do you, do you have to have like a, a part-time job or do you have a part-time job or is this something that you can sustain on um, being, you know, obviously not asking how many dollars you make, but like, is this something Mm -hmm. that you can sustain doing for the next few years or however long you plan on doing just specifically playing on team USA field hockey? Yes. So technically this is, like our full-time job okay um especially with the pro league starting up like this started Mm -hmm. in january and i believe it goes until uh july so like we're pretty jam-packed with that schedule traveling and uh training and stuff so uh yeah they take care of us for sure and uh i i look to go back to school whenever i get time to and uh our schedule permits i have one semester left but uh, right now, just focusing on hockey and sustaining that and mm-hmm. doing my best in that. I love it. I love it. Congratulations. One semester left. That kind of stinks. But I mean, that means you pretty <laughs> much, I, my second semester of my senior year, I'm not going to lie to you, Linnea, it wasn't that difficult. So I think you're going to be just fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so, you, so you, you're on the U.S. Women's National Team for a month now, give or take. You've already had a match, correct? Yes, we played Argentina and Netherlands. Okay, so we've already had two matches. So what was it like? Um, are you, were you a starter or were you subbed in? I mean, what was it like when you first kind of stepped on the field and, and saw all the women and, and, and the girls that you're playing with? As you said, that you've, you've looked up to some of them for the last few years. You know them, but you've looked up to them. What was it like finally being able to, to pass them the ball and be able to actually like play with them on literally the highest of possible stages? Yeah, I just remember singing the national anthem and looking up in the crowd, and I was just like, wow, like this – really is a dream it's like all coming true and it was just very like a very grateful time for me but then once like the game started I had to like shake that Mm -hmm. off and just stay in the moment for Mm -hmm. sure so um but when I got on the field surprisingly I wasn't like nervous or anything like that just because I feel like the group of girls 
here are just so encouraging and supportive and like will do anything to like be on the same page with you. So like I was very comfortable and like I wasn't nervous at all, which mm-hmm. is cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. That means you, you, you've done it a couple of times now, especially being on, on the, the national team, the under 17, the under 21 for a while going to the championship game in the, in the NCAAs. I mean, clearly you've been on some big stages. Um, so it's good that your, your heart's beating, uh, beating kind of slow there and uh, you can keep <laughs> your composure. I think that's fantastic. So um, congratulations again. I think that's incredible. Did you score in either game? Uh, no, I did have a shot and then my teammate scored off of that. So. Okay, cool. We'll count. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's an assist. I don't really know no. how that works, but <laughs> I'll count it as an assist. Kind of like, we appreciate that. So thank you, Linnea, getting us some goals. I love that. Um, So moving forward, obviously this is an Olympic podcast. You are technically in my eyes an Olympic hopeful, obviously. Um, So with the 2020 games next year, um, you just joining the team this year, what is the, I guess, first, what is the qualification process that the United States women go to the Olympics? How does that work? Um, And I'll just, listen to you i don't know if it's point based or a tournament or or however that works um so there's a couple ways you can qualify so with this pro league starting up that started in january i believe you can qualify if you come in first for that for this pro league series Mm -hmm. um but if not there's pan am games in august which is over like the course of uh, a month or two Mm -hmm. and i believe if you win that you can qualify as well but if you don't qualify from the Pan Ams, there's also a later qualification. And I believe that's in October. So okay, uh, we're looking to uh, build our game here with the Pro League and get connected and grow together so that when Pan Ams come around, we like are on our best and front foot mm-hmm. going and into qualification. How many countries make the Olympics? Um, I believe it's 12. Okay, cool. So that's a that's a pretty small field, um, considering yeah. you know what some other sports get. So clearly, you have to be one of the best in the world, you know, top twelve in the world, not including. I don't know how the the home country is. I don't know how Japan is at at field hockey. Maybe I could do a little research next time before I start <laughs> talking into a microphone. But um, that is so. So what are the prospects that? Because I know with um, just as an example, I know the U.S. women's softball team has already qualified for the 2020 games because they had a tournament later last year where mm-hmm. if they won, it sounds something similar to kind of what you guys have here with the pro league. So what are the prospects of you, um, the United States specifically winning this tournament, or at least being one of the better teams to be in a, a place to win this tournament? Um, for pro league or Correct. Yeah. pro pro league. Um, if the quicker we can qualify, the better I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I, it's kind of too early to tell since it just okay. started. Mm-hmm. Um, but just based on like how many wins we get and uh, how other teams do, hopefully we can get that early qualification. But if not, uh, it's not the end of the world. We still have Pan Ams too. So um, we're kind of just taking it like one game at a time, staying present and just like focusing on how we can grow our game. Like each day we're out here because if we get too caught up in looking forward to the future, then like we're not going to achieve our goals right in front of us, you know? So we're just taking it one game at a time and uh, focusing on us Mm -hmm. right now. I love that. That makes sense. I mean, absolutely. If you think about something three months from now, as you were saying prior in this interview, you know, be present, do everything you Mm -hmm. can right now because that's the only thing you can do. Um, 
And I mean, clearly, we're all rooting for you. We promise you that, Linnea. We're all rooting for you. So uh, here's another interesting question. You clearly just joined the team this year. Is that a late, like, I guess, entry to the national team, considering, obviously, the Olympics are next year? I mean, they're not even 18 months away from now. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Like, is, are you a, a late entry or does that normally just every year, new girls that come out of college are then just, you know, the obvious, the better ones are added to the team? Um, you know, I think anyone can be added at any time. It just depends on um, our coach's preferences and mm-hmm. uh, seeing like what she needs, like position wise and stuff. So uh, I think with a lot of the retirements that happened, they needed more, incoming players so uh i was lucky to be one of them uh, as along with uh two other teammates kelsey mm-hmm. bing and kelsey robles who are goalies so um very excited for that and uh i just think it's timing and like what the team needs especially with the retirements that mm-hmm. occurred makes sense for okay sure. cool yeah i wasn't sure if that you were just that darn good that they were like no we need her now um and it kind of <laughs> sounds like that happened so i love it so that's very cool um and then so we understand how the United States can make it or really any country. How, how many women go to the Olympics? Cause I know sometimes the rosters are a little bit bigger. So that way you can kind of do almost like internal tryouts and then the, the roster gets a little bit smaller when you go to the game. So how many make it and how do you make sure that you're on that list? Um, I believe it's 18 and then there's one or two alternates mm-hmm. for that. So we have, 22 on the team now so like not not that many numbers but mm-hmm. uh it, it will definitely be more competitive once um the time's approaching but like i said we're just staying in the moment mm-hmm. not really focusing too much on that right now since we do want to focus on growing our game and uh how we can grow together so just like taking one step at a time mm-hmm. not worrying about it per se Yes, I love that. Very politically correct answer. You definitely, you, you've, you've done a couple interviews before. I like that. Clearly, you know what you're saying. <laughs> I love it. No, uh, that's fantastic. And then the last topic I want to talk about, Linnea, um, is just a little bit more about you. I mean, obviously you went to and, you know, you have one semester left at Maryland. That's a, an incredible school. Um, so clearly you have some some aspirations educationally, um, not only in field hockey. Like, I'm not trying to kick you out of the sport. Obviously, you're going to be here for a little while. But <laughs> what are some of the things that, you look to after your sport. We know athletes, you know, your career only lasts until your mid thirties, um, you know, and that's if you're very lucky. So what are, what are some of the things that you look to do after playing field hockey, whether that's coaching, getting into something completely different, being an ambassador support in some other way, what are some of the things that you're looking to try and do? Um, so I'm looking to get my degree in criminology and criminal justice. Okay. So um, I'm thinking after once hockey's over, I know that's sad. Mm. I can't even picture life without it right Don't now. worry. You still have like 10 years. <laughs> we got some Yeah. Life. But like after that, I would, I think, like to get into coaching at um, probably like a smaller school just to like help grow the game and mm. uh, grow a program. But if not that, then I'd like to get into something more with like social work or uh, parole uh, something like that just mm-hmm. like where I can help people because um, yeah I f- feel like I would like to do something with my degree I'd like mm-hmm. to think so but I also feel like I'd like to be around the sport still so um, kind of just going like either way with that whatever presents itself but just like having a plan for after when I'm done in the future 
Mm-hmm. It's good. <laughs> yes, it's it's nice to have an idea. Again, let's not focus too much time on it um, because you got a very long time until then, of course. Um, but you know, just always, I always like to ask because you're you're more than just an athlete. You're more than just a uh, an unbelievable elite athlete. You're a whole person, um, and you have other other things you like to do and other aspirations you have. So I love that. Just trying to be of service, giving back to people, I think is always important. And the more you give usually it comes back around and you get a little bit of two. So um, Linnea, that is about it for me. One more time, Linnea Gonzalez, USA Field Hockey, Olympic hopeful, 2018 Division One Player of the Year, first team All-American. The accolades go on and on and on, but I won't bore you with those anymore. Linnea, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Our Athletes with Linnea. Um, as I said, she was just an incredible person. So sweet, so nice, so humble, and really, really clearly is well-deserving to be on Team USA. So make sure to follow her on all her socials. Everything is in the show notes. Make sure to follow us at ourathletes.us on Instagram, at ourathletesusa on Twitter, uh, www.ourathletes.us. Michael at ourathletes.us. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. I'd appreciate it. Thank you again to launchingpodcast.com. Promo code Mike for $50 off your step-by-step video course on how to create your first podcast. Um, Yeah, I mean, please rate, review, subscribe, share, do whatever you got to do. I'd really, really appreciate a couple extra reviews on the Apple Store, Apple Podcast, whatever the heck it is now. that's where mostly most of the dads where all downloads essentially come from. Come, some come from other places. We appreciate you. Don't worry. But at the same time, uh, it's like 70%. So anybody listening there, just throw us five stars. Maybe give me some feedback. I'd sincerely appreciate it. Um, and yeah, that's about all I got. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a wonderful day.